Hey, this is Dan here from RuneSilk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Damo for show, and this is the Beard Mouth Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. Welcome, beautiful, handsome, delightful viewers and listeners of the Beard Mail podcast. It is I, Damo Fischow, and him, Rune Silk Dan. Today, we are talking about content in itself. What is that? Oh, that's just content in itself. What is well, it? Just content in itself. Well, it just means that it's content in itself. I mean, it's fairly self-explanatory, really. I mean, it's just content in itself. Um, so content in itself, we were just that kind of, we were banding that about when we did our little trip to Oxford and we were just, everything that we did or saw and watched or observed was, was just content in itself. Content in itself. It was the new buzzwords <laughs> for us, wasn't it? So let's put people in the picture for those that don't know. Um, so Dan and I, uh, obviously, we're doing this beard mail thing. It's a podcast. It's a YouTube channel. It's a, a beard mail box. Um, and it's an exciting little project. It's a Facebook group. It's an Instagram. It's a TikTok. It's all these sort of things. And we decided that we needed some content. And I said, well, Dan, let's let's have a bit of a day out. So we decided to have a day out. We went to Oxford. We chose Oxford because it's not too far from me. And uh, we basically just played around in Oxford. The footage is phenomenal. We got um, yeah. a, professional, uh, a professional videographer to spend the day with us. Flash Buzz. Big shout out to Rob from Flash Buzz, um, who, who followed us around. He must be, he must be thinking, what, what am I doing? What am I doing? Because bear in mind, he does, he does professional videography. You know, he does commercial buildings and commercial businesses and, and drone work and, and other exciting projects as well. But this must have been a little bit unusual for him. But basically, we're going to tell you this podcast, we're going to tell you what happened in Oxford. And you may have already seen some snippets. We've got like thousands of gigabytes of, of, of footage that we will we will splash all over the place over the next few months. But we're going to basically tell you a little bit behind the scenes, I guess. Is that is that right, Dan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that the content itself started when we were trying to find a budget property to stay in, like a hotel or something. Um, looking at all the scary, cheap, <laughs> low-end budget accommodation was almost everywhere we looked at. We were like, oh, God, that's content in itself, especially if we walk in there dressed as we are. Uh, and actually, the place we stayed at was, in fact, content in itself. Was content in itself. <laughs> our, our lovely host at the uh, the guest house that we stayed in, um, it started off with, we, we arrived at this guest house, Dame I arrived before I did, and there was a note on the door that said, please excuse our elderly live-in guest who will greet you upon arrival. He's 82. And it was just like a sign on the door, and that's how you were welcomed. So we were like, oh, God. Oh, this is going to be fun, isn't it? And then tried to explain to him what it was, what we were actually doing in Oxford. <laughs> it just, there was just a deadpan expression of, um, yeah, we're just going to just walk around town dressed as post boxes. Post, that's, post boxes. That's, that's what. 
that's what you told him. I just explained that we were working in the city uh, and we would be walking in because um, they, they didn't really want to let us both have a car parking space, or, although there were ample parking spaces when we arrived. We were a little bit early. Um, but yeah, to put people in the picture if they haven't seen it. So to catch a little bit more attention than usual, uh, Dan and I decided to don a bit of a costume and we had matching costumes, matching outfits, um, and they are post boxes. Now, my thinking behind this and I had this thought many, many, many months ago, was that obviously beard mail, it's the best kind of mail. You know, we sell a beard care box um, that you will get in the mail. So I said, Dan, let's go as post boxes. Dan was all of a sudden like, yes, brilliant idea, yeah, let's do it. Um, so we got these post box outfits, and we basically um, had to get from the guest house to the city centre, um, and we decided to, to get the scooters, didn't we, Dan? We do love a bit of scooter action, don't we? Yeah, got the scooters on. I was racing a Royal Mail van at one point as well. <laughs> oh, not to mention, not to mention, listeners, bearing in mind, we are literally in the height of the Royal Mail strikes at this point as well. Royal Mail are kicking off wanting more pay. Um, in fact, my wife, Megan, actually said to me, she was like, do you think people are going to think you're associated with the strikes? We were like, well, this could either be a good thing or a bad thing, but either way, it's going to be content in itself. <laughs> it wasn't actually planned when we thought of the postbox idea the, the strikes were not even on the horizon we didn't even know anything no. about it so um yeah you're dead right we actually found like a real proper old now i'm guessing this post office was was like four million years old in the center of the city of oxford um and we were stood out there obviously with a microphone because we were interviewing joe public with a film crew um we must have actually looked like we were post mail strike people and actually <laughs> We balls up a little bit, didn't we, Dan? Because on the front of the post box, it says last collection, like five o'clock or something, which is just to make it look like a post box. But a few people were like, last collection, what? They're going to, they're not going to stop in, they're striking, they're never going to do work ever again. And, and, but it did make for good conversation when we then explained, oh, it's nothing to do with the strikes. We, we're, we're doing beards. And they're like, what? Beards? What's beards got to do with the post office? Why are you outside the post mm. office? So, you know, Someone that, tried to even see, give you some money, didn't she? She was like, "Oh, what are you what are you collecting? What are you collecting for? For the Damien Reese Cash Quick Enterprises Fund? <laughs> yeah, for the bus fare for our bus fare home, please. For our scooters home. Yeah, we, we we had a good scooter ride. So if those of you that if you didn't catch the uh, the London Beer Craft Festival um, <laughs> that we did months ago, um, that was when we got yeah. into our scooter. It? we had a bit of scooter adventure there but we'd never had scooter adventure like this in fancy dress and it was quite funny because tazzing down the roads in the cycle lanes professionally as you do with a stupid thing on over your head like that you can't literally you, if you turn around to look at what's happening you're just looking into a post box it was it was dangerous wasn't it Dan? It was living living on the edge, that's for sure. And those roads are awful. Uh, at least you've got the white vibrations in my hands. It was proper like bumpy rides and stuff like that. It was carnage, buses everywhere. You know, it was, it was yeah, it was fun. It was funny. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we hadn't met Rob at that stage, so there wasn't any content in itself that was getting recorded. But anyway, we got to the city centre. And we had a bit of a loose plan, didn't we, really? Chat to people about Oxford, try and get a bit of footage. We give away a couple of beard mail boxes. We got Joe Public to open a box, test it, have a little look, see what they think. We then interviewed some people when they'd had a few sherbets later on in the evening. We went to some iconic parts of Oxford, um, the castle, the universities, the pubs the crazy golf, um, and we basically just hung around all day and had some really cool fun in Oxford, didn't we? 
Yeah, it was good fun. It was it was it, it was a bit weird at first. Like I think my my the, the weirdest thing for me was when a guy approaches me and says, Ah, oh, can I please have a photo with you and my baby? And I'm like, Yeah, sure, bring it on. Like this guy just wants to be in a picture with his kid in a Royal Mail postbox outfit, and then gets his kid out the push chair, walks over to me, and then just presents me with his kid. I'm like, oh, this is happening. Like, you actually want me to hold your kid? So I went along with it, obviously, as you'll see in the video snippet in the VT there. But it was just bananas. Like, what what made him think? I know this guy's well trustworthy. Not only has he got a massive beard, wearing a pair of sunglasses, hiding in a fucking postbox outfit, like must scream. This guy is the guy I want to hold my child in a photograph. Um, but yeah, it, it was good. I think it took a little while to get into it because I did feel, I did feel like a bit of an idiot, and I kept on saying to people to walk past, "Yes, I look. I feel as stupid as I look right now." Um, but once we got the confidence, once we kind of got into it a bit and kind of got into the flow, I just thought, oh, "Do you know what? It, it is what it is. We dress like this today. Let's just make the most of it." And um, yeah, I'll do it again. I want to do it again. Actually, looking back at those videos, I'm I'm all up going somewhere else now. Well, I, I genuinely feel that it should be the the beard male boys on tour, and we should go to other iconic cities in the land of uh, of the United Kingdom um, and do some 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 more exciting footage. There is content in itself, but I must say, Dan, you very much got into it. I think we found a little niche that perhaps you've never dabbled in before, but you actually had a whale of a time. And I didn't notice you once saying to people, you know, I, I feel as stupid as I look. I just saw you coming out of your shell and absolutely embracing all of it. Uh, and having a fabulous time and I thought it was brilliant um the people the very good people of Oxford did help and it was interesting because mm. and, I, and I, I leaned to the, the the London Craft Beer Festival because obviously that was the last place where we went together as an event but at that event and that environment everyone's having beers there's loads of beardy blokes around there's loads of people our sort of age and, and ilk um and it was much that sort of environment would have been much better suited to this because then when we got to Oxford we struggled to find a lot of beard action, didn't we? Yeah, it was a weird one. Like, but no, with it saying that, it was like I kept on seeing like little spits and spats of beards, and then all of a sudden, you know, no one. I mean, we were walking through the, um, the shopping centre, Westgate, Westgate shopping centre, and I was running up the escalator trying to chase someone to give them a beard mail wristband and a card. Um, to which I think the security guard followed there, me up. The security guard did follow you actually. He was like, oh, what's going on here? And then some kid, some little kid ran up to me. <laughs> I was just, I turned around and there's this kid there. And I was like, I just high-fived this kid. <laughs> Damon was like, I think that they might think that we've been paid to entertain people in the shopping centre at this point. <laughs> like, Yeah, I did feel a bit uncomfortable in the shopping centre. It's weird because Oxford is a very busy place. Just if you're in Oxford, mm. there's loads of people traveling transitioning from shop to shop but i did think i personally felt the population um age was quite lower um there was a lot of females um and not just loads of blokes and certainly not loads of blokes with beards as we had obviously seen at the mm. london crafting um so it was a little bit like at one point we were like right let's let's find a guy with a beard and let's sit him down with a beard care box and it was like hang on where 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 but but i think it was just because it was it was Oxford. I think we could find places where there are more bearded blokes. But it was good because we did interview a lot of people, um, and it's good to get a good 
grasp of all the different types of demographics and different people and stuff. And it still worked. It still worked well. But yes, the Westgate was pretty scary when kids were coming up to us. I was having to check DBSs really quick. I was like, yeah, damn, we, yeah, we're good. We're good. We will hold your baby. We're all DBS cleared. <laughs> but the um, but yeah, you're right. I think you nailed them with the demographics. I think because you uh, because Oxford's um, you know big university town. Um, is it a city or is it a town? Is it, is it a, a city? Town, isn't it city? city of has Oxford? It got a, does it have a does it have a cathedral? Well, it's got a football club called Oxford City Football Club. So. So maybe it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's quite a lot of students. And so yeah, we were targeting, we were trying to look, you know, fish through quite a lot of youngsters. And, you know, I think the, the bigger beards, as we've understood or, or we've learned, you know, you don't really see many sort of under 30 year olds with really big kind of beards. I think it's something that most people tend to grow as they get a bit older. Uh, so that was a challenge in itself. Um, um, but we did have quite a fun photo session, some selfie session with some Chinese students as well. That must have made they, their they were they just came up to us like they, them Chinese uh, students. They just loved. They were they were excited, weren't they? They were like, "Oh, there's some people there," and they just wanted to take photos of us. We didn't even have to ask them, did we? Yeah, well, to be fair, I did fight a bomb then. Oh yeah, is that how it started? That was at the beginning, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, that was at the beginning. There's the, the girl, one of the girls, the girl was taking a picture of her mates, and I just just got in, and then all of a sudden they all wanted one. They all FOMO. They're like, "Yeah, I I need my photo taken with these." these guys um but it's one of those things that i keep thinking back at and i'm like oh my god oh yeah we did that and we did that and we did some of that, <laughs> that you know what we, we haven't mentioned yet um which i've literally just remembered and then forgot there was something else that really brilliant that happened and it, um, i think it was here we are now we're in oxford yeah, promoting beard mail here in it. oxford with the busker, oh, I can't remember his name, but we ought to find it out because we did, I did get Billy a business something. Billy. Billy, Billy there was a, there was, Billy there was an epic, Billy. epic busker, um, and we and we went and danced um, along, and then Dan started singing along, and basically, um, you just jazzed up a tune, didn't you, and turned it into beard mail. Was it was it Nirvana or was it? it smells smells like beard mail. Smells like beard mail. <laughs> That is a record and a content in itself, Dan. He, he even said, "I need you. Can you come everywhere with me?" Because at, at one we point did we were counting like either side of him, and he must yeah. have. We must have had 30, 40 people with their phones out at this point, just recording mm. this 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 pure spectacle in the middle of, of Oxford. Still, <laughs> I, bet this, what... I bet this strap line was: "Look at these dickhead post boxes ruining this poor busker's day." <laughs> Yeah, or, or only or only happens in Oxford. I don't know. I, I did try and search for some content to see if I could find anyone that had posted some stuff, but it might have been a bit too soon after we'd done it. But it'd be good to see if actually some of these people that have posted that um, that, that video. Um, but yeah, no. It's, um, what was your highlight? What was your absolute highlight of the day? What was your favourite part? My highlight is the bit that nobody has seen um, and is yet to be seen, and it's 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 a sexual move with a post box, a real life post box. There's some, yeah. uh, you know, people are saying this beard mail for me and you. It's work, Dan. And let's just say when you go to work <laughs> next to a post, see what I did there? Next to a post box. When you twerk, <laughs> I twerked on a post box, and we haven't seen it yet. And I don't. I think Rob's probably deleted it. It probably blew up his camera. But that was a highlight for me: twerking on a post box in the middle of Oxford City. It was your face. There was, a, 
It's face when you're doing it. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. But I think I think the the other bits and pieces as well. It's like I think because you were you were knackered as well. We were both knackered by the end of the day. And I think I was just playing like little like kind of um, scenarios in my head as I was walking behind you. You just looked absolutely mullered after doing about six days of filming. And it's just it's just it's just two bedraggled post boxes just walking around Oxford like. What have we done today? But looking back at those videos, it does, it does actually remind me that when we did the filming and we went to get something to eat, it actually created my tip of the week. Oh, yeah. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. Tip, you can't do that till the end. Tip of right? the week. Really? You can do it whenever you want, really. Yeah, it's fine. It's not... quick, well, while we're talking about it, just a quick tip. Before you, yeah, but in fact, maybe this week we can have two tip of the weeks. But I do want to say seamlessly, I did notice from the video footage, it was a little bit like elements of the podcast. So some of the topics that we've discussed happen to appear in this natural content that we contented in itself. For example, this tip of the week that you're about to say is all about food. Food, which of course is a theme for every episode we do because Dan loves food. Um, so with that said, Dan, shall we do a tip of the week about food? Well, bearing in mind, it's not, like you say, 17 minutes in and I hadn't mentioned any food, I, I thought my tip of the week needed to interrupt the middle of the conversation. So tip of the week for me, if you like noodles and you're in a public place, you've got a beard <laughs> and you know how much eating... I want to ASMR the noodles. <laughs> That's our ASMR moment. Tick. Thank you very much, Mike. Going to stick that in the promo. Carry on. And, and that's uh, yeah. And that sound absolutely summed up why we don't eat noodles or spaghetti kind of stuff in public because it goes absolutely everywhere. Now, takeaway boxes. I've just realised why they're designed as thus. So you'll see in the video snippet they open up with the four kind of flaps at the top. So if you've got the noodles, you take one side of those flaps. And you place it against your beard as a natural beard guard, and you could just <laughs> and actually the noodles when there they drop, is. they drop back into the box and not in your beard. Tip of the week, tip of tip of the week, tip of the week. Eat your noodles out of a takeaway container and put the container on your face in front of your beard to make sure that any spillages go back in the box so you can keep at them. I love it, Dan. Nice, so good. So, and I learned that on that that exact time. I thought I'd share it with the bearded world like that. Um, I have a. Uh, it's not a tip of the week, but I will let you know if you do ever uh, consider getting a post box fancy dress outfit that they're pretty pretty rubbish for looking out of. Like when you've got it on, it just it comes over your face. You can't see what's happening. Um, I noticed on the video a lot of it. It was worked quite well. My beard was just coming out of the hole. But my eyes were, you couldn't see, you couldn't see my eyes. I couldn't see what was happening. And then if you put it on the back of your head like that, um, it just sort of defeats the object a little bit. So they, they were a little bit wonky and they weren't maybe as, as, I wanted them a bit rounder at the bottom. We had a bit of bother, didn't we? We had a bit of bother with the outfit. We had to take the tubes out, yeah, because the tubes were all bent up and it looked weird. Yeah, but they did look good. There's a shot when we're stood next to a real life post box when it's hidden in the wall. And I think that fritted a few people when they walk around the corner, but that was epic. Yeah, yeah. That whole scene, though, was really good when we got the scooters and we were sort of, 
it's a shame obviously that the, the the short video that we've got doesn't quite show the extent but when we watch back the video it, it actually looks like you've got like a van or a car coming down the street and it's only until we get quite close that you see that it's demo and i on a scooter apiece and then we go past rob on the camera um and we but, did that in uh, one take <laughs> yes, one take <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we but we did we did about fifteen variations of that take though, just to be sure, right? <laughs> but, um, we was pulling skids and we was doing wheelies and jumps and ramps and everything. Sick, just Sick. drift drifting the scooters. Um, yeah, it's it's. Um, well, I had something else I was going to say then, and I, I totally forgot what it was. So I'm carrying. We had some skids. we had some good feedback well, about about the box because. Um, mm. Where we're at to, to fill you guys in and the fans that are listening in um the beard mail box we did uh, we launched like a little tester box really in september um and there's another one coming for the winter months it's going to be epic it's coming very soon actually in fact by yeah, the time this comes out, be out now. it might already yeah, be out now. um because we're recording this in advance um but we, we we basically got some 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 folk off the street and said look open a box what do you think and we had some really great feedback and then we actually um we stumbled upon this nice little bar where we found a little section it was outside patio heaters it was dry um but there was a, there was a young crowd in there because me and dan are getting on a bit we're, we, we're pushing we we're we're both around late 30s aren't we dan about approximately mm. both of us yeah um but we, but people were very interested to chatter with us, not just because we've had silly outfits on and a camera crew. In fact, actually, I think no one would have spoke to us if we didn't have those things happening. But they did speak to us nonetheless. Um, and it was quite interesting to chat with people about beards who aren't our usual beard community friends, right? Like fresh, mm -hmm. fresh, yeah, yeah. fresh new people. And it was kind of interesting to hear their take. Um, so whether we release all of this, you know, sort of footage and wisdom that we've learned from, from the streets of Oxford, or whether it's a bit too too long winded, I don't know. But we learned a lot. It was it was good for marketing research as well as fun, as well as you know the general consensus about you know what do people think about beards. It's good. Mm. It, it was good, especially to get the female perspective as well. Um, that was quite a nice touch. Ah, oh, I've also thought of another real fantastic moment that probably was epic for me but heartbreaking for demo so we're walking afterwards i'd not been drinking all day and i was like you know what i'm gonna have a pint so we went to this pub and, we, and i had a pint and then demo i was, was already like, five points in demo was already five points in at this point he was like i need to go to the lamb and flag which is apparently a you know it's a yeah. pub in in bottom, bottom. it's a lock-in at the la bottom a lock-in at the lamb and flag so anyway we've trundled along to go to the lamb and flag and demos looked at me and said to me he's like He's like, you know, it's probably going to be a bit of a bit of an old man type pub. So, you know, it is what it is. Take it at face value. But I really need to go to the lamb and flag. Bear in mind, Dan, I, have to, I have to jump in here just a little bit because we'd been walking around all day and the shoes I was wearing were inappropriate for this sort of task. Right. I've got blisters on yeah. my feet. It was, I was weary. It was it was tough. And for me, the lamb and flag was fine. Bear in mind, we've been in some posh pubs where it's ridiculous money for a beer and that. Um, I thought the Lama flag was going to be my saviour. I thought it was going to be a proper 80s old man. There's going to be darts. There's going to be pool. It's going to be, it's going to be cause. There's going to be cause. 
And this is in my brain. Or at least this Foster's. Is, or I'm, 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 I'm finally, I've been, I've, I've been trying to get Dan to have a beer all day because he'd been off the beer, and I, and I was all like, oh, like, to be honest, I thought we were just having a day out on the beer. I didn't realise we were working. So, we, so we're headed, and there's a long walk to get to this place, and I can see it, and I've driven past the Lemon Flag loads so with work that i do i drive past that pub all the time and i always see it and i've always wanted to go in and this is my chance this is my opportunity i'm going there with my mate dan and <laughs> we take one step in and there's about 19 different craft beers on tap <laughs> absolutely disgusting literally it's taking him from heaven to hell it's a craft <laughs> pub no pool table no darts just a whole long bar of hopsy ale that's going to make me poop myself. Oh, full of young students all there for the craft ales and all the lovely. Oh, this was a lovely New England IPA with a dry hop of Machuca. Damo's just Absolutely like, I like a glass of wine, please. I did. I had a glass of wine because there was no way. I didn't even want to entertain and say, oh, what's the most like Bud Light? Because I, uh, <laughs> hey, what about this? And it would have been a cherry chocolate black. I'm not, I've, I know, I've learned. I've learned the ways of the ale people. I don't like it. I don't like them. <laughs> but it was, it was just, it was just really funny. I mean, it's a nice place. It was really nice inside. But yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a, a New England IPA that was about 7.2% and you literally could have cut it with a sharp knife. It was yellow, like banana it yellow. Was. It was. It tasted like Umbungo in a pint glass. Mental. And then do you remember yeah. that guy that started playing the piano trying to chat with the chicks? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> then his mate was just like, he was like, yeah, you know, my, my guy Milo over here does a dashing bit of Chopin. You know, oh, your drink, it's its empty, is it? Oh, would you like a sip of my 19.5% panty lubricant? <laughs> the lamb and flag. And then it closed, didn't it, Dan? And then it closed. Yeah, they were like, you need to get out. And I was like, I was like that. I actually said to the barmaid, she said, she said, oh, you need to drink up. And I still had about two thirds of a pint of this 7.2% Nipah. And I was, I actually said to her, I was like, that's, that's, promoting irresponsible drinking madam if i down that now i've got to get on a scooter in a minute and pass the response responsibility and responsive test well we did didn't we i didn't know about this so we actually went and got some scooters after the lamb and flag and um yeah you had there's like a drink drive test thing because you're not supposed to drink on them and we didn't for the for the legal eager beavers out there we, we didn't drink and drive but yeah what there was there was like but i didn't know how to do it it wasn't that i was drunk it was like i just didn't know what was happening um but you actually have, you have to, to pass test. something you have yeah to then, with these little boy bugs or whatever yeah, but then I didn't do it, and it still let me have it. And I'm like, oh. Well. Yeah, you failed. But it does say, it says, you failed. You should probably think about getting a taxi. And then it goes, doo doo doo, unlock. It's just like, <laughs> what the hell? It'd be rude not to. Like, but, you know, it's, it was a really good weekend, actually. I quite thoroughly enjoyed it. And the breakfast wasn't so shabby. It was, it was when we asked what we wanted for breakfast the next day, it was like, would you like um, one or two slices of toast? <laughs> now, why is that an option? And would you like uh, scrambled eggs or fried eggs? And we were like, well, we'll have scrambled and eagerly looking at him in his eyes, waiting for him to say anything about bacon and sausages or carrying on no, down the list. <laughs> no, no further. That was it. Egg on toast. Would you like, um, would you like a cup of tea or, or, or a cup of coffee? <laughs> like what, one? That's going to need about five. Before breakfast, Dan, um, I actually, one of the highlights of my night, 
And actually, you I don't know whether that was intentional, but you've missed out on a massive part of the night, Dan. <laughs> oh, but, oh, loads. No, no, that part of the night. We went to a very colourful pub uh, and we had a game oh, of... Uh, we had a game of... What's that card game? Cards Against cards Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. It was the worst card game ever. Uh, <laughs> we sat at this table. It was the only place that was available in this whole pub. And and I'm like, oh, they've got Cards Against Humanity. And Damo says, oh, do you fancy a game? And I was like, yeah, but you can't really play it with two people. And he goes, oh, I'll just ask these two chaps so sitting across us who have got their nails painted and probably aren't referred to themselves as gentlemen. And Damo goes, gentlemen, would you like to play a game of Cards Against Humanity? And I was like, Damo, you're not supposed to say that, I don't think, in these sorts of pubs. I think they're supposed to just say excuse me or something. And I'm sure the first card I picked up was something like, cheeky bum sex i was just like oh fuck's sake you couldn't write you couldn't make this up i think that was what the guy offered if you won the game actually <laughs> so anyway we stumbled into this bar because we were actually avoiding another bar that looked a bit rough it was two, it was a choice of two yeah. bars it was either one that looked a bit rough or one that looked a bit colorful and we chose the latter and we had a pleasurable yeah. time and we, we got invited to a nightclub uh which we declined uh had a, had a lovely chat sometimes um, I'm not sure, Dan, but I think that might have been a bit of a gay bar. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to, not a label, I don't know, but I think it might have been. Um, but that wasn't the best part of the night. The best part of the night for me, um, was actually the scooter ride home. I actually well, love refreshing. I, I put some banging tunes on my phone, a bit of ACDC, and I, and I plugged it onto the, the top of the scooter. Um, and I felt really naughty because. You know, we'd had a few scoops and we were driving scooters and I wasn't necessarily in the cycle lane. Um, oh, and no. I actually... <laughs> on the other side of the road at one point, I, I think. Wind blowing through my hair, um, the tunes banging, and, and and I actually... That was a highlight for me. Bit of scooter. I need to get myself a scooter in real life. To be honest, I think it's actually a really nice way to get yourself a bit freshened up after a night out. I know you're not supposed to, but... Like I got when we got back, I didn't feel half as horrendous as I thought I was mm. going to after a night on the source, and and because um, it was about half an hour, weren't it? It's like twenty five minutes. It was, scooter, yeah, it was twenty five minutes. Scooter ride back to the back to the guest house, and um, yeah, it was quite nice actually. We just like just just gliding along, and the roads weren't very busy either, so we could zigzag across the road quite safely, and I mean just drive down the cycle lane safely and. At 15 kilometers, I mean, they had, they had lights on them. That I didn't realize that, that they obviously have lights. You're supposed to, you know, you're allowed to ride them in the in the dark. Um, but it was quite interesting seeing other people being sort of drunken and, and debauchery. And I and I and I felt like we went past like a couple of kebab shops and that on the way, out, and they were just full and heaving, and people are being sick and rowdy. And and I felt quite sophisticated and sensible and, and almost around the age of 40 as we were safely traveling back home to the guest house at a sensible hour without going nightclubbing. So I, I thought, you know, I, th I felt quite clever. I enjoyed it. We'd lost the outfits by this point as well. We had, after we had our food, we were like, okay, we can take the outfits off. We did, now. didn't so we? We should have kept them on. That would have been amazing. I think the thing that baffled me most about stuff. going to that, that, that thing that baffled me most about going into that pub was the toilet situation. Like, yeah. there, is, there is nothing, nothing quite Stopping as embarrassing. Stopping people from 
yeah, no, no, going into a toilet because obviously they're multi sexual toilets or whatever they've got, and it says on the door, This one's got sit down and urinals. So I'm like, Well, I'm assuming that's exactly where I can go right now, but nothing quite as embarrassing as going for an absolute beast of a dump when you've eaten like chicken George or whatever, like Popeye chicken and <laughs> noodles and had beers, and you kind of get to that point in the night, and you're like, Yeah, I really need to go and take a load off here. You go and sit down and have a good old, you know, good think, solid think for 10 minutes. And as you open the cubicle door, like there is only one cubicle as well. So there is only one place that this girl is about to go is the toilet that I've just had the dirtiest shit in. And I'm just Decimated. like, about that, love. Just typical, typical, just misogynistic bloke. Like, sorry about that, love. <laughs> That's a soundbite, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, oh, it was just one of those. Like, anyway, but how do you have done that in a gentleman? How do you have done that in a gentleman only's lavatory? This is a podcast episode in itself. How do you have done that in a gentleman's only lavatory? Would you have said sorry about that, love, or would you have been like, I'll give that ten minutes, mate, or would you have not been bothered and not cared? If it was a bloke, I'd be like, oh yeah, you know how it goes, mate. Seventeen yeah. quite soon. <laughs> give that, give that ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd go next door, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Dan did a poop in a toilet. That is content in itself, Dan. I'm surprised you didn't film it actually and get it on the get it on the show. So the purpose of all that, um, right, was to sort of you know try and try and catch some attention on the online. I think so. If anybody does see it, do give it a share um, and let us know what you think. And and if you liked it, let us know because then maybe we can go and do it in another place and let us know where you would like to see us do it. I would like to go somewhere iconic like Blackpool um, or Angel of the North or or if we can waggle a holiday out of it, Dan, maybe like Cornwall or something. But, yeah, let us know where you'd like to see us, see us do um, – do a little bit more of that sort of thing um or even if you think it's a rubbish idea and it's not good use of content in itself you know maybe we should do something else we're all ideas aren't we we're all ideas yeah. i think what personally think it'd be really good if we toured south america and did like the amazon amazon rainforest rainforest as post boxes we would sweat so much and there's no scooters dan i'm out oh no that's a good point actually <laughs> let's go just to the us no, Antwerp, they have scooters. I know that, confirmed. Been there before once. But surely Germany, where the world comes, the world champions. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that in beard male outfits. Um, also, if you do want to support us in our endeavours to do crazy stuff, uh, buy, a, buy a beard male box. That would be handy. They're out now. Essentially, yeah. That's our, that's our sponsorship, right? You know, that's how we get to pay for what we do and have all this fun content do, do you know free you know actually um maybe we should do a gofundme or something but um they do it on um on the tools where you you can control somebody for a day on the socials so basically you put on your story as you're going along like should dave the builder have a bacon roll for his breakfast or a cold tin of beans and then you do votes on that and then you follow the story throughout the day and it's like should he go to work now and lay some bricks or should he put on a fancy dress outfit and run through the town? And basically, we should do that as post boxes and let the viewers control what we're doing. Like, oh, Dan and Damo are in their post box outfits. Should they go to the rough-looking pub 
or should they go to the colourful rainbow pub? And then but basically, you could just you could people could control us, Dan. And then you know, should Dan go for a number two in the ladies and men's equal no, toilet, or should he do it in the park? You know, and should, they, that, should they play? Should they play cards against humanity? Or guess who? <laughs> that would be content in itself, Dan. Um, yeah, maybe we should do that. So if people want to see that happen, uh, crowdfund us, pay for us to do it. Dan, we need to get some rich um, Qatar, um, Saudi oil, Arab. Um, you know, there's a lot of money going on. Like, I've just heard Ronaldo's getting paid like three million a week, right, for playing abroad. Like, we need to get something like that going on so we can just do cool mm. stuff. Can we sort that out? Can you arrange that for me? Well, that's the dream. That would be the dream. But, Doesn't I mean, even need three million need a week. No, I just need 150,000 followers of people to tell us what to do. We'll give us a pound a week. That'd be great. Sweet. Let's do that. So if you can please uh, share, spread the word, let us know, buy a box. Um, or if you've got any contacts with Ronaldo, who is on three million a week, get him, put him in touch. Because he could live vicariously through us. Because he wouldn't be allowed to go out just as a post box and have fun. So he could pay us to do it on his behalf. And we could let him know how, how good it is. Dan, what if he's listening already? Oh, how do we go into football, Dan? Is a World Cup on? Give us a tenner. You've got three million a week. You wouldn't miss ten grand. I know, and that would do. That would do us for a weekend away, wouldn't it? Yeah, to like Vegas. Oh yes, let's do Vegas. Thumbs up. Drop in the comments. Send us your send us your money. No, buy a box. Buy a box. You want to get something for your money? Get get yourself a beer box. Um, they are available now. We haven't got that many either, actually, have we, Dan? Um, because obviously we're working towards doing some more mega stuff next year. So, um, yes, anyway, let's wrap it up. 36 minutes past. Um, thanks very much, everybody, for for tuning in, for listening in um, and supporting us in our endeavours. Please spread the word. Give a little share. Give it a subscribe, a like, and all that sort of jazz. Um, and, and let us know any crazy ideas you've got because we could make it happen. Yeah, man. I'm all up for that. Let's do it. All up for that. Right, let's say bye then, Dan, I think. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for just being a supporter and subscriber to our podcast. You all mean the world to us, and uh, thank you for listening. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening or watching the Beard Mail podcast. We have new episodes dropping at 07.30am every Wednesday in UK time. So we thank you very much for watching. Check us out on www.beardmail.co.uk for everything that's new and happening soon. Thanks for listening, guys. What do you think about this? We're still rolling, we're still rolling, we're still rolling. I was thinking we should have done a quirky little quiz thing type thing and like picked a moment out of one of the promo videos and get people to ask answer the question in the comments below. So if they're watching on YouTube, um, for example, something like... Oh, what know, is like, Dan presented by a foreign international man? I don't even know the answer to that. What is Dan presented by a foreign international man? Is it a baby? Well, you've obviously just answered the question now, haven't you? Yeah, but I mean something like that. But I was going to say, like, oh, what, color, like okay. what color top is a lady wearing outside the pub or something? But I can't remember. I don't know. I should have thought about this before. We're still rolling. This is terrible, terrible footage. What color top is the lady wearing who spanks Dan's bum?
There you go. Answers in the comment below if you saw it. If you saw it. <laughs> crummies. Crummies. <laughs> Dad's trying to forget all about it. Thanks for listening, our extra special followers. We'll see you all soon. Bye bye for now.